Okay, now rock and roll. <laughs> levels, levels. <laughs> There's nothing more rock and roll than rock and roll. Wait, hold on. Hold yeah. on. Now rock and roll. All right. Now, yeah, I'm not. I'm gonna rock and roll all night. I want to. I want to. I want to rock and roll like a third of the night, maybe, and then I just want to sleep. <laughs> we got to. Seriously, can we wrap up this rock and roll by eight thirty? I mean, I hit the drive. And, you know, you got to get out of the parking lot and drive, and then the. I mean, you can you can rock and roll all you want. I only really want to rock and roll just for a little bit. Yeah. And then, and by the way, if I rock and roll all night, there is no way I'm partying all day the next day. Like it's going to take me a good. I mean, I'm going to be sleeping. Like we're going to, we're going to talk about that here in a bit. Sweet. <laughs> all right. Hey, uh, can I have the uh, password to our DraftKings account? Um, a, a sure. And two. Why? Oh, oh, um, I think I found a way for us to finally make money on DraftKings. <laughs> I'm, I'm all in for that. Uh, you want to let me know what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Well, since RuPaul All-Stars is starting this week, Lisa has gone back and watched all the previous appearances by all eight queens who's going to be on this season. Ah, so homework? Sort Scouting. Yeah, yeah, scouting. Yeah, okay. I exactly. didn't know there was going to be homework, but this, so this is scouting because it's betting. Okay, okay, yes. so she's scouting. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, and then, <laughs> how is this going to make us money? I mean, well, I'm not sure it's fun and it's fine. You promised money, right? Well, I think as you know, clearly our knowledge of sports is pretty much useless in betting. So you think Lisa's knowledge of RuPaul is better than our knowledge of sports? Evidence shows it can't be worse. Uh, See the mascot bracket as exhibit A. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. So uh, let's go $10 on Raja at plus (laughs) $1,500. I I don't even know how any of this works, but sounds good to me. Toddlers, welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? I'm tired. I'm absolutely <laughs> beat. Way to bring the energy at the top of the show. <laughs> I, I can only fake it for about 15 seconds after that. I started out. I started out at five o'clock this morning in Chicago. Got home at 11.26, jumped on calls at 11.30, noon, 1, ran the car, the rental car to the airport at 2.15, did another call at 2.30 until 3.30 plus, taking the last portion of it while I was walking from the car to Drake Stadium, where I then watched my nephew run in the 3200 in the state track meet. We're really proud of him. I think he's the first person in our family to qualify for the state track meet ever. We're really, pr- he was 
It's great. Oh, see, see, I, oh, I was thinking I was certainly the first person to participate at state. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's too soon. 30 years. Too soon. And now here I am. And I am beat. I'm absolutely beat. But I am going to suck it up because we got stuff to do. How are you? Uh, well, if we're grading on a curve, I'm fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> we generally are. Uh, uh, so follow up from the cold open. Yes. Is there a parlay between who breaks a heel and who loses a wig on the first dance off? You know, I haven't, I haven't even looked. All right. Like I don't, I, I haven't found the RuPaul tab yet on DraftKings. I'm assuming it's there. I was surprised it wasn't on the front page. So no, it's, uh, it's, it's tucked in fine. Uh, I should have seen that coming. I really, I should have, and yet I didn't. I mean, you're not that tired. All right. <laughs> Should we move directly to feedback, follow-up, and updates? Yes, we should. We should have probably 30 seconds earlier. I didn't have anything written down from Amy on my sheet. However, if if you remember, last, so Saturday. Oh, God, that was eons ago, but okay. Yeah. Saturday at 6.31 a.m. my time, text message from Amy with a story, Brett Favre solicited welfare money from the poorest state in the nation. Idiot of the Week nomination? 11.28 a.m. Clearly hadn't listened to this week's podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're on it. Right. We're on it. <laughs> we got that one. As it's it's one of Doug our regular Dan. beats, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, if, yeah. if we're, you know, you want to cover uh, Brett, Brett Favre screwing over the state of Mississippi, we're on it. Yep, we covered it, and Doug and Dan covered it last week as well. This was, yep. and and they also covered the the golf story mm, that you brought yeah. for our yeah. cold open. Yep, yeah. Here we go. Yep. So Doug also sent me a little feedback. If you remember, I accused them of him really of complaining about how many idiots we do every week. Yes. And he says, I was actually referencing the Anthony Jesselnick podcast mm. that does a few segments and headlines. And the thing that links lengthens it is when they get longer. And it was not you and Todd, but in the vein of, is it cake? If the shoe fits, eat it. Wait, so somebody else has our format. Apparently we're not the first two guys doing a, a podcast to come up with this format of, of nothing. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Good point. Okay. Anyway, did Lisa have anything? Yeah. So I had, I had feedback from Lisa because we recorded early last week. She gave me feedback from two weeks ago, shortly after we recorded. So we're all, mm. uh, so this is for two weeks ago. Okay. Uh, if you remember, I had, um, I believe, I believe it was two weeks ago. That was the one where I had, uh, asked you to, uh, replace my, uh, singing with Biz Marquis and you, you left mine in and added his. Yeah. 
uh, Lisa's feedback, I sounded better than Biz Marquee. I don't know. Like, that's a low bar, but I'll take it. Yes. Actually, I, Amy on listening looks at me. I told you there wasn't supposed to be any singing. I don't care who it is. <laughs> okay, whatever. Upon listening back, you could make a strong case that that was barely tangential to singing, but not actual singing. Okay. Also, quote, we managed to make baseball even more boring than it is on its own, unquote. Considering that we talked in a single episode about grading umpires and then how to watch baseball on streaming. Fair. Fair. I'll eat that shoe. And then um, she had a bit of she had a bit of advice for us. Uh, she said, when one of us says this won't air, we should go with our first instinct <laughs> and make that happen. <laughs> so anyway, just some notes. Oh, uh, Let's see. How about uh, any feedback from Sarah? So Sarah says, um, when you were talking about Amy's AirTag, Todd said, urine promotions. And she heard urine promotions, which gave the segment a totally different vibe. Nope. Nope. Don't go there. Nope. That was not what you were. That was nope. not where you were going. Nope. Because I thought maybe we were number one in urine promotions. Sarah, you're feeding into this now. Like uh, this is anyway. Okay. Uh, we asked about her current status with the wiki editor. Yeah. She will, she will reply in song parody. We don't talk about wiki. No, no, no. <laughs> so she's no help there. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, we got something from Jesse. Oh, yes. Okay. Hey, Dwayne Todd. It's Jesse from Taylor Farms in Las Vegas. No, not that other Taylor Farms. For the past few episodes, Taylor Farms has been mentioned quite a bit, so I decided that it would be only be fair to sponsor the show. I went to our CFO with the idea, who promptly told me that the return on investment was actually in the negative, so the answer was no. Then I went to the Taylor Farms Family Foundation, which is the philanthropic wing of Taylor Farms, and worked with the board to see if Talking to Todd was a viable sponsorship. They said no. But then, <laughs> someone in the foundation found in a desk drawer a $10 gift card for iTunes that I could give that to you for sponsorship. So, the Taylor Farms Family Foundation will be sponsoring Todd's Tech Corner on the show. We would like the first segment of the sponsorship to be Todd explaining how multi-factor authentication works. And then, from that point forward, whatever Todd thinks is appropriate to enhance our education technology for current events. Oh, and you're going to need the uh, gift card number, so uh, hold on for a second. I'm going to need my little key here to scratch this off. <laughs> okay, okay, here we go. Foley's great. X. F, oh, oh, hold on, hold on. You know what? I should probably use uh, the phonetic alphabet to make this easier for you to, to write this down, okay? Dwayne, get a pen or a pencil, whatever you like. X-Ray. Foxtrot. Eight. Zulu. Three. Foxtrot. Eight. Three. Romeo. Lima. Quebec. Whiskey, Yankee, nine, Quebec, two. If you need me to do that over again, let me know. Just send me a note and I'll get that to you. But uh, we're really happy to sponsor the show and uh, talk to you later. 
All right, see you. Bye. <laughs> Did you get that? I, well, I heard it. I thought you were writing that down. Oh, no, I didn't have a pen handy. It, oh. I may have to call him because yeah. because I can't back it up. No, no. <laughs> call him, have him read it again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, hey, thank you to thank you to the what, what is it the phil- philanthropic wing of Taylor Farms? Yeah, the Taylor Farms Family Foundation. Ah, there we go. Yep. Okay. Actually, it's thank you to the messy desk of the Taylor Farms Family <laughs> Foundation is who we really should be thanking. It's one abandoned <laughs> desk over in the corner that we're giving our appreciation to. Oh, uh, yeah. It did, that did come with a request, however. Yes. All right. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. thank you, Jesse, and, and thank you to the Taylor Farms Family Foundation. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To I see, since I've been getting the donations from the Greg and Sherry High Family Foundation, why don't you go okay. ahead and redeem that? All right. Speaking, uh, oh, speaking uh, of the Greg and Sherry High Family Foundation, when I was in Chicago this week, Greg and Sherry and I went to a Cubs game together. On, on purpose? Well, yeah. Uh, Sherry okay. said, uh, well, if we're into torture, we could go to a Cubs game. Little did she know that the torture was going to be the two and a half hours it took her to get <laughs> from Naperville to Wrigleyville. <laughs> because in the first inning, the Cubs batted around and scored eight runs. <laughs> I was just going to say two and a half hours. Did, so did she set a new personal time on her bike? <laughs> the parking was easy. <laughs> At the game, the the Greg and Sherry High Family Foundation have generously offered to sponsor a Talking to Todd hosted drain because the city of Naperville has this adopt a drain program. Okay. <laughs> okay. So this is kind of follow up because much like the snowplow program, you get to name your drains. So if we named all of the drains on a street corner, on the on, you know, on all four where the street comes together, all four of them. I mean, one of them would obviously be the Talking to Todd Memorial Drain. Yes, right. But the others, Drain Johnson, (laughs) wait, hold on, Drain the Rock Johnson. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Even Drain, not the Rock Johnson. Either one. Not that anybody would get that, but Drain the Rock Johnson, people would think is funny. Yeah. Um, Let's see, Brain Drain. The drain in Spain falls mainly in the plain. It's draining men. What else? We we brainstormed a bunch of these. Uh, great expectations. <laughs> All Dwayne's lead to the ocean. <laughs> if the, on that one, we'd actually write out Dwayne. Drain's world. Uh, <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Right. Uh, the midnight drain to Georgia. 
several, several. So the rules are, it is, so here's the other thing. They're sponsoring this because it's free. <laughs> Smart. Smart. So you, you sponsor it kind of like you adopt a highway. So right. it doesn't cost you anything to do it, but then you have to maintain the drain, which they would... Mostly they, walk out. Mostly walk outside and clear the leaves off. Yes, or if there's trees growing in them, which occasionally, apparently, there are in Naperville, but they promise to do that if we promise to allow them to sponsor on our behalf. I thought it was a fantastic idea, and it will make at least as much money as the rest of the business opportunities that we've pitched around here. Did you have suggestions for other drains? I mean, I'm trying to come up with them, but uh, no, I, this is probably I'm gonna probably have to do some work on this. Yeah, okay. Yeah. This may be follow up because I'm not sitting. I'm not sitting at at a at a baseball game with some beers, <laughs> watching it, coming up with ideas. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, let's see. Wow, we had a lot of feedback this week. Well, see, that's what happens when we record on Tuesday, and then we don't record until a week from the following. Yeah. Anywho. Corrections. I had three. Uh, okay. All right. Um, I didn't have any, so I'll let, I'll let you go. Okay. So the first one we said, I guess I said the Miami race, the Miami F1 race was boring. And you said, except for those two laps. Okay. This correction came from Amy. There was apparently there was more passing in Miami than in any other race so far this year. So while there wasn't any passing between first and second, there was a whole lot of other passing going on, which if you care about, you know, Daniel, maybe it matters. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll save the bulk of this rant for when we do our F1 show, which we should probably do at some point. You get 25 points for winning a race. The 10th place person gets one point and 11 through 20 gets zero. So based on the FIA's own scoring system, I care 25 times more about what's happening at the front of the race. And while everybody's like, you wouldn't believe all the passing that happened between 15th and 17th. Nobody cares. The FIA, the, the FIA doesn't care at all about what happens back there. So neither do I. That that's just that's the way it works. But we stand corrected. Well we sit corrected. We sit anyway. corrected yeah. in this case. All right. Okay, what else we got? At the end of the show, I always say stop by and see us at the Tuba City home office. Yes. Please don't do that. Yeah. Last week you did not you did not put that caveat in. So please, I need I, I need to issue a correction this week that I did not say that last week. That doesn't mean you should visit us. Please don't do that. Okay. You caught that, did you? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, whoa. Oh, hey. Whoa. <laughs> I think that's a legally binding invitation. Good luck finding us. We, we're well, 116 episodes into this and we still haven't found ourselves. <laughs> my my concern is given the fact that that I that the undisclosed location is closer to the home office than yeah. yours, what I'm really concerned about is when I heard that was a text from you 
on you know on a Sunday at like seven a.m. Hey Todd, get to the home office by three. Visitors are coming. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Somebody made reservations. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> How about how about follow up things we need to clean up from last week? Arizona State, yes, is hosting the Coyotes. Yes, in the new arena. Did you see yes. this story? No, Arizona State will not allow the Coyotes to use the Coyote logo at the center ice. Yes, because they're they're going to have to keep the Sun Devil logo there. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because yes. you're not going to pull the ice up and repaint it and then lay the new ice down. So yeah. no, yeah. According to the agreement, Arizona State owns the rights to and the revenue from all advertising. Yes, the in ice advertising is a revenue source for Arizona State. The Coyotes aren't allowed to modify the look of the ice service, including the Arizona State logo at the center of the ice. Now, there has been an update since this story was originally released, mm. and the Coyotes and Arizona State <laughs> will allow they will have them both as part of the deal. Mm. But I was going to say the update was apparently Phoenix still has a hockey team. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? So it, it, the story was funnier to begin with, but apparently now it's just getting sad for the professional team. Yeah. Cooler heads prevailed. Oh. I'm just going to, I'll throw out one here. Uh, you know, how we, we were talking a couple of weeks ago about how bad the baseball uh, umpires are at calling balls and strikes and that they have a system that actually they grade them on that's mechan that but they don't anyway uh starting in triple a baseball in the pacific coast league uh in the next i think it's already started they're now using robot umpires to call balls and strikes so it's it's going to be a triple a this year as an experiment yeah so uh i have a sneaking suspicion somebody in major league baseball is also thinking this may be a problem so uh Although here's the problem. They, they, they said it was, they, they said it's going to be the robo umpire, but all it is, is it's a system that then tells the umpire behind the plate, whether it's a ball or a strike. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You promised me a robot umpire. <laughs> strike. I, I, I want to, I want to see a full on robot back there. Just <laughs> sweeping the plate. Billy, 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 Billy. Anyway, so this might be a problem that gets corrected. Other, other follow up. Uh, we talked about horse racing money. That's yeah. horse racing money. I should have said giraffe money. That's my bad. I think giraffe money is more than horse racing money. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Giraffe okay. money is giraffe money. It. Horse racing money. I mean, they bought the they bought the Kentucky Derby winner for thirty thousand dollars. Now you got to train them and do all of that, right? I mean, the giraffe money is you just say to somebody, you just say to a person, "I would like a giraffe," and then your staff not only acquires a giraffe for you, but also everything around it. So I, I think it's probably one step above horse racing money. Uh, let's see. You were talking about the Manchester Airport story. You said this story was in the independent. Yes. And Amy and I looked at each other and said, Trent Grimm. 
So there was that. That's just just a little tiny piece of follow-up. My comeback to you is a spoiler for season two, so I can't even say it. (laughs) Oh, and then this. This is so peek behind the curtain. Every week, I start by writing the liner notes, the show notes. And I sent them over to you. And you sent back notes and a star. Did you give my notes a one-star review? (laughs) All right. Hold on. Hold on. I mean, scrolling back, scrolling back. Broncos player arrested. Scrolling back. Oh, okay. No. Oh. Mm. That's technically it is a one star. I see how you could. That was a gold star. Oh, it's a gold star. Yes. I'm like, I only got one star for those. Okay. I'll try to do better. No, no. Well, I mean, but no, 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 no. Although now that I think about it, it (laughs) the top of this, the top and the bottom of the scale have the exact same icon. It's up to you to figure out what I meant. Then I'm going to say I got a gold star. That'll make me feel better as a person <laughs> and as a writer. Uh, should we move to the Taylor Farms? I'm never going to be able to say this without screwing it up. The Taylor Farms Todd's Tech Corner. Is that how we want to say this? Or Todd's Tech Corner brought to you by the Taylor Farms Family Foundation. That that works. We may have to have the uh, we may have to have the development wing reach out to Taylor Farms and find out um find out how he how they would like that um but um yeah we can move on to that uh what what was the request uh for for this uh for this segment i don't know it was so long oh. ago at this point I've, i'm so <laughs> tired what did he want they're gonna um, back the tape up or do i need to call him sorry i, I think please nope uh it is it was asking todd to explain multi-factor authentication oh yeah <laughs> Yeah. Do I need and to do that? Sub- and then subsequent ones were just me pick a topic that would educate us all on computers, which, as we've seen, is not the highest rated portion of our shows. <laughs> but uh, here's what I'm going to say for everybody who doesn't want to hear about multi factor authentication the bid is $10 to talk about MFA. If you would prefer not to talk about an MFA, Ooh. The bid is eleven dollars. <laughs> <laughs> or, but yes, you, the fast forward button skips fifteen seconds at a time on your podcast flare. Oh, really? No. Okay. Um. Okay. So this Todd's Tech Corner. So this Todd's Tech Corner is brought to you by Taylor Farms Family Foundation and listeners like you. Um. Okay, so uh, multi-factor authentication. Yes, that is the thing. Uh, okay, you you have a username and a password at a website, and then some places allow you to do another step. It might be a text message, like you have to put in this text message. Um, it could be like a Google Authenticator or an Authy app that code that rotates every like a six digit code that rotates mm-hmm. every 30 seconds. Basically multi-factor authentication says that when you go to log into a site, you have to have two of three possible factors. The factors are something, you know, something you have 
or something you are. A password is something you know. You know that. A code sent to a device shows that you have a phone or something. That means that's something you have. Something you are would be like a fingerprint, right? Or face ID. That would also be, but you need two of them, not three of them. Uh, well, I mean, you could go three, but not just you, not just one. Um, every account that you have that is worth almost anything, if they offer you to enable it, you should enable it. Uh, because what it does is, if somebody gets hacked and they get your password, if it's on an account with multi-factor authentication, then they also need the text message or the code or face ID or whatever. So it makes the fact that even if the company gets hacked, you're still likely to not have your account exposed. Although if they've hacked the company and they've gotten their passwords, they probably have all your data anyway, but that's besides the point. That's there's, there's another thing there. So, um, yeah, because Apple has my fingerprint. No, Apple does not. No, they don't. My device has my fingerprint. Your phone has your fingerprint. Apple has what is considered, it's a hash of your fingerprint. They know when you put your thumb on the device, it takes all the data from your fingerprint and it runs it through a, uh, it runs it through like a, an algorithm and spits out a number at the other end. It then tells Apple, here's the number I got this time. And then Apple says, that number is the number, that number matches, we're good, or that number doesn't match, don't let them in. And the trick to a hash, and this is the thing, it's easy to do in one direction, it is nearly impossible to do in the other direction, even if you know how it's done. So even though Apple knows the solution, they can't back solve to get your fingerprint. Really? Yeah. So nothing nothing biometric. Um, that's also true of Face ID. Face ID is only on your device, it, it, which is why if you have an iPad and a phone, you have to set up Face ID or Touch ID on both devices. Sure. That your makes biometric sense. data never leaves it. Apple doesn't know anything about it. So That makes sense. That makes there sense. You this go. was very educational. Thank you. I'm glad somebody enjoyed it. Um, no, that's... <laughs> Yes. Oh, I wouldn't go so, that far. No, okay. <laughs> Gold star or one star? You pick. Um, so, <laughs> if given a choice, always turn on multi factor authentication. And if given a choice, realistically, just if given a choice between getting a text message on your phone and setting up a six digit code that you do an app on your phone, always do the six digit thing on your phone. Um, text messages are actually amazingly highly insecure and they're better than not having it, but there's a huge weakness in the SMS system. So you should do a six digit code if given the choice. So there you go. And uh, you, you could have saved that last bit for follow up. Oh Yeah. You know what? Maybe I'll I'll bring it back next week just to make it uh, clear. And by the way, one last fun fact. If you are in enterprise IT and you don't have multi-factor authentication mm -hmm. and then you turn it on, you are not appreciated by anybody that works for the company. <laughs> <laughs> At 
all. <clears throat> so, uh, Todd's fun facts. When I was traveling this week, we were in the car. We were in Chicago. We drove by Buckingham Fountain. And I told the people in the car the story about Todd's tours. Yes. And how that we are convinced that there's a family out there that believes that Prince Charles played soccer on that field. (laughs) And they thought it was the most hilarious thing ever. (laughs) You just got to say it with confidence. You know, I can make something up about Buckingham Fountain. Todd could on the fly. You, it uses 13 million gallons of water a month. You wouldn't little known fact. Most people don't know this anyway. So yeah, I was on the road this week. Oh, little known fact about uh, Buckingham Fountain. Um, so that that fountain actually supplies um, all of the fresh water to every building inside the loop. Yeah, huh. and you'll notice at times when watching the fountain that that like each individual like the fountain kind of goes down or whatever. That's because somebody flushed the toilet. You should see that fountain at halftime of the Super Bowl. Yeah, just, just well, that, that, yeah. It just I mean it just. Is the fountain broken? No, I'll be back right. in about 30 minutes. <laughs> anyway, what else we got? Uh, last week I told you, I updated you about Amy's server issues at work. Yes. And then I cut it out. Yes. Um, she still has server issues at work. And the solution that they thought they had. Yeah. Is not going to work. So their interim solution while they figure out a real solution is to use the Microsoft blob. And I didn't know this was a thing. I'm just going to be honest, nor did I. Um, Okay. Maybe we should invite Amy as a special guest on Todd's tech corner. Maybe she can educate and inform. I mean, there's, I mean, why, why would I know what the Microsoft blob is? I don't have anything to do with enterprise technology. Uh, So anywho, um, let's see. I've got, I've got a couple of things here under main topics. One, and this is, this is very short. Somebody had a birthday last week. Did somebody happy birthday? Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Lisa posted on Facebook, a picture of you wearing a, snazzy hat with the caption happy birthday my love you just keep getting better i can guarantee you she wasn't talking about the podcast (laughs) because we're not no (laughs) neither one of us trent the trend line is not going well but that was nice that was nice to see um and i hope you had a really good birthday yeah yeah it was good it was uh it was good all sorts of, you know, all sorts of fun stuff. Some of which we may talk about a little later. Okay. But now you got something, you got something on your main topics. What did you bring to the table? I'm going to, I'm going to send you a link. There's a website called that somebody went out and did. It's called podcastdetails.com. Actually, I don't need to send you the link. If you just go to pod, well. Go to podcastdetails.com. A little foley there. Get all the stats about a po- Oh, this is not going to go well. 
Um, you have to put in our feed. I just sent you the link with our feed in it. You should be able to click on that. And it breaks down. It goes back through our entire feed. Speaking of trends. Episode and, one. Oh, there's some short ones. Okay. Well, the bonus episodes are really screwing us up or helping us out one way or the other, right? Like the those all those bonus episodes. Um, what I would like to draw your attention to is the calendar as the day that these things <laughs> drop. Wow. Fridays plus minus. What okay, so what a what lot am I of plus minuses. Here? If you scroll down, if you keep scrolling down, um, oh, it I says how many episodes yet. we have. And oh. it also says day of the week. We have released of the hundred episodes that are in this feed, right? Because it doesn't have some of the early ones. Of the there's a hundred episodes um that it has here. The average duration is 56 minutes, okay. which the bonus ones are skewing a bit. Um, episodes per month, 4.7 um, size of episode. Okay. Day of the week, 40% drop on a Friday. So it is the most frequent day. However, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. Saturday, 33 Thursday, 10. Yeah. Um, title word cloud the 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 title the word that has appeared most in our titles bonus <laughs> once again, again the bonus episodes are skewing it yeah uh also uh welcome four times hey four times that's hi hi i i didn't know how we were using it in that case okay uh re four times good news we are the author of a hundred percent of our shows <laughs> really yeah yep uh and 99 percent of our shows are not are marked as not explicit so one percent well, i wonder what show that was it was er it was fairly early but i think i remember i remember saying yeah we got to mark that as explicit <laughs> Mostly because if we don't mark it as explicit and you didn't bleep something, that if Apple got word of it, we could be taken down off of Apple. So it was mostly make Apple happy. So anyway, okay. Here you go. You can uh, you can just take a look at our stats. Uh, interesting to almost nobody except you and me. But <laughs> there you go. There's a whole section on audio quality. Yeah, that's only that's only kilobytes per second, not not actual quality of the audio oh, or the okay, content. Okay, I'm like, oh, hey, they they rated us. No, no, they didn't. No. By the way, I think before we move on, I've got uh, I've got one idiot of the week this week that I I I just I want to make sure it gets in. Uh, I've got a couple listed here, but let's just do one. Okay. Um, uh, and this one's just this one's a great story. Um, it does have to do with uh, European uh, football, but it it really is. It's a you played you played team sports. I mean, this is just so. This story comes from the uh, the French side, Lyon, and uh, they um, they got they cut Brazilian defender Marcelo. Okay, that happens. Sure. Um, it was after a, they got they lost three nil, um, and he was caught laughing during the captain's speech to rally the troops after the game. 
And everybody thought, oh, that's not a good look. Oh, I bet you that's why they got rid of him. Uh-huh. According to ESPN sources, however, nope. Nope. A professional football player was cut from his team because in the locker room, he was farting and laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Really? He signed a new contract at the start of the season and was considered one of the senior leaders of the team. But apparently this season, he had continually farted at teammates and then laughed at them. And eventually, it became such a problem that they just cut him. So they cut one? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. I blame me on that one. That's on me. All right. So anyway, uh, Marcelo, there you go. There you go. 34 year old Brazilian defender. <laughs> there he goes. Cut for be, for being, got cut from his team for being a 14 year old. <laughs> what are you watching this week? Okay. Uh, a couple things. So on my birthday, uh, was, uh, English football, the, uh, the FA cup final. Uh, huh. um, it, it pitted. A few months ago, I talked about it was the Carabao Cup final, which was Liverpool and Chelsea. And I said how, you know, it was nil nil for most of it. And it was it was one of the most fantastic games you could ever watch. That one went full 90 minutes and then went to the 30 minutes of extra time. They went to penalties and it was decided on the 22nd penalty kick is what decided that. Yeah. Same two teams are now playing for the FA Cup on Saturday. So it's my birthday. Going to watch it. Nil, nil the entire game. Not as exciting. Uh, as a matter of fact, pretty much by the second half, there was just a lot of walking up and down the field with kicking the ball. <laughs> like, and as the commentators pointed out for the two teams at this point in the season, it was Chelsea's 61st game of the seat of the year. <laughs> and, and Liverpool's 60th match. So they were kind of tired. So nobody could actually score. So then that meant your reward for that is playing. I know you're tired. How about playing another 30 minutes? Uh, That extra 30 minutes wasn't stellar. There was just a lot of, I don't know, who wants to chase it? You want to chase it? I don't want to chase it. Does somebody, the referee's like, somebody has to kick this ball. Um, it went to penalty kicks. I believe it was decided on the 14th penalty kick uh, instead of going all the way to the goalkeepers. Uh, Liverpool won in February and Liverpool won this match as well. So anyway, I, I did say at one point that these two teams had one of the most exciting games you could ever see even without scoring. What I can also tell you is this was a somewhat exciting game for part of it. And part of it was a eh. game on the schedule. It's um, <laughs> we also, yeah. Happy birthday to you. Yeah. Um, we also finally watched, uh, Spider-Man no way home. Uh-huh. Watched that. Um, that was, uh, Saturday night. Uh, we went outside and, uh, rented it and, and put it up on the TV outside and sat out outdoors and watched it. Um, I will say at this point, Lisa and I were both like, okay, 
I mean, it was, it was good. I mean, there was there was some good stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Um, we had some. I think we had some higher expectations because reviews were like, "This was the best Marvel movie we've ever seen," and um, it was fine. It was it was good. Um, yeah, okay. You know, we watched it, and uh, the last one I would say is we talked about this last week. Girls Five Eva. Uh, yep. We continue to watch that. My goodness, that's a funny show. That's a. And I, to your, I have been paying, I have not been skipping the ending credits. I've been listening to the songs all the way through. Wow. That's just. Oh, they're so good. How about you? What have you been watching? We started watching the Lincoln lawyer. Isn't, isn't that your dad's nickname? Well, he does live on Lincoln. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Uh I suppose he could be the Lincoln lawyer. Oh, I had never thought of that. No. Okay. All right. Sorry. Maybe this book is what I, was about him. Um, and when you say started watching the Lincoln lawyer, this is not the Matthew McConaughey. Was that him in a movie? Was this a new version? You are correct. You are okay. all right. All right. All right. You're, let me try that again. You are all right. All right. All right. That is still not right. <sighs> Lord God, I am tired. All right, all right, all right. The um, no, this is a version that it's I think is on Netflix. Um, it's okay. Amy finished it while I was gone this week, and I'm I don't know maybe three episodes in, so I have some work to do. She her review was it's really good. You need to finish that so that we can talk about it. I'm like okay, uh, not gonna happen tonight because I'm really tired. Uh, and so there's, so yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to watch the Lincoln lawyer. I've been so busy this week. Uh, Lucas came home, Lucas has been home. So we've hung out with him and then I got on the road and I went to Chicago. Um, we'll talk about that a little bit on what I learned, but uh, I haven't had a whole lot of time to watch a whole lot of anything. So great. Todd's watched a movie that's been out for like six months and Dwayne's watched a movie. No, a part of a TV. Okay, sure. (laughs) That's a fantastic segment. Oh, uh, how about uh, did you did you learn anything for your birthday or otherwise? Well, I so in preparation for spending the weekend outdoors, I I thought I need I need there's some work I need to do in the backyard. It looks like a mess. I'm gonna go clean it up. So I I got out for the couple of days prior, and I was spending time and and even on the day of my birthday and the following, I was I was like I was out there, you know picking stuff up and doing all this stuff. However, I, at the same time I was doing that, uh, we were under a red flag warning and a red flag warning for people that don't live, uh, where it can, uh, just catch on fire. A red flag warning is that, uh, if conditions are ripe for a wildfire and should the wildfire start, it's going to spread quickly because the two main things are, um, humidity below 10% and winds, we were having 30 to 40 mile an hour winds with 60 mile an hour gusts. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. And I was out there cleaning up petals coming off of flowers and trees and all of this. And I was out there with a shop vac. I was out there with a broom and then a shop vac and I was doing all this. And basically this is what happened. I would go out, I would do the backyard and I would clean it all up. And then I would turn around and everything that I cleaned 
looks like I hadn't been there. It was like painting the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> and I did that three times before like, finally saying, fine, you win, you win, right? <laughs> like you just, why, why am I even trying at this point? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So the one weekend that I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do this. <laughs> no, no, you're not. No, well, you are, but you're not. <laughs> so anyway, that's what I learned. Why even try to clean the backyard? Why even try? That's the, my takeaway. How about you? What'd you learn? Well, I went to Chicago, like I said, stayed downtown at the Palmer House Hilton. Hilton Palmer House, right? Second largest hotel in the city of Chicago. One of the oldest built in 1923. The thing that I learned, among other things, was that the chocolate brownie was invented at the Palmer House Hotel. Hmm. Okay. I mean, you don't think that it, you don't think that the brownie had to be in, like weren't brownies always here? Uh, uh, <laughs> see, that's what I thought. But apparently, in eighteen 18- and on the sixth and on the sixth day, God <laughs> created brownies, and He said these are good, and He was right. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's not in the book. That is not in the book. Did Most you say, did you say on the sixth day Todd created brownies? No, <laughs> no, he. I said he. He created. No, yeah. <laughs> I think you said God created. Yes, but I, I did. Heard, yes, God created brownies. Yeah, I, no. I heard what I heard was Todd created brownies. Oh no, 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 no! Todd would never refer to himself in the third person like that. <laughs> Uh, so officially, according to Wikipedia, source of all truth and knowledge, in 1893, Bertha Palmer, who was the wife of the owner of the Palmer House, asked the pastry chef for a dessert suitable for ladies attending the Chicago World Columbian Exposition. She requested a cake-like confection smaller than a piece of cake that could be included in boxed lunches. And the result was the Palmer house brownie with walnuts and an apricot glaze. So while she gets credit, credit should probably also go to the pastry chef for the Palmer house hotel who actually created it. Yes. Yes, exactly. The first known printed use of the word brownie didn't appear until 1896 for whatever that's worth. Again, Wikipedia source of all truth and knowledge. So I learned, I thought that was going to be shorter than it was, but, but, but Todd created brownies derailed me there for a second. The other thing that I learned uh, and much like we don't talk about wiki, no, 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 we don't talk about work, but yes, last night we had a party for work, a client event. It wasn't a party. It was a party. It was client reception. And because we were in Chicago, we invited a retired player from the Chicago bears, Jim Miller was our guest. My job last night was Jim Miller's body man. Whatever Jim needs, Dwayne takes care of. Do you need, do you need something to drink? Do you need? So, and he was, I, I, he was fantastic. 
personable. He showed up. He showed up early. We just stood around and talked. We stood around. I stood around and talked to Jim Miller for 30 minutes last night before the party started about everything and nothing. Kind of like this podcast. We just the nicest guy. And he mingled with our guests, talked to them, gave a little bit of a speech, tied his football career to business and how you have to be accountable and have to have production and show results. And if you don't just ask Matt Nagy, (laughs) what's he doing? (laughs) Right? Yes. And he signed autographs and he took pictures. Part of my job was if any, somebody wanted their picture taken with Jim, I would take their phone, take the picture of, so I, I would do that. I, you know, we had a game where uh, it was like this net with holes in it. So we threw footballs and you could challenge Jim to see if you could score, you know, first one to 10 points wins. Only one person all night beat him. <laughs> so um, it, it was just, hey, how, just, how did Jay Cutler get in here? Oh no, he wouldn't have, <laughs> he wouldn't have beat Jim Miller. I mean, he, the ones he made would have been awesome. And then he would have thrown a soul crushing interception to the caterer. (laughs) (laughs) And I just name dropped for the last six minutes. Do you want to comment on that? Or you want me to play the theme? I was just going to say, I mean, at this point, I, I, you're in Chicago and you're name dropping. I just feel like, you know, look, Michael Wilbon already has his job. You don't need to shoot for it. The music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. You can subscribe to Talking to Todd wherever you get your pods. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Overcast. Just search Talking in the number two. No G, no space. You can tweet us on Facebook. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. You can leave us a voicemail at 515-ALSO-CPA. And you can, as always, stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks to our listeners and our sponsors, Toddlers3187 and Taylor Farms Family Foundation. And dj to go Cedar Valley, your five-star dealer. Uh, see, I've been listening to Dan too much. Your five-star DJ in the Cedar Valley. And he has five stars, and I only have one. But it's gold, Jerry. Gold. <laughs> if you've got feedback on any of the above, send it to feedback at talkingtotodd.com or any of the other ways that you all know how to get a hold of us. Todd? So while you were taking pictures of the former NFL starting quarterback, I mean, sometimes if you're like inside or whatever, it gets pretty dark if 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 it would have been too dark to take the picture do you know what you would have needed to grab no a miller light and you complain about my dad jokes that's funny (laughs) yes yes it is (laughs) nice work yeah thank you we're not gonna have to clean any of that up nope nope oh until next week we've been talking to todd Thank you.
So last week on the way home from my Anaheim trip, I'm sitting on the rail at the airport bar and there's a line out the door and you got to stand in line to even come and sit at the bar. I'm sitting there and I've stood in this line for 15 minutes waiting to be able to even enter the bar, sitting there at the rail and watch a guy just walk straight past the line and straight to the bar. And I look at the guy next to me and he looks at me and he's like, people suck. Yeah. People suck. (laughs) In defense of the guy, he, um, he probably had a Southwest flight to pilot. (laughs) 